1: If you or someone you are close to is dealing with addiction, there are so many programs out there that can help you. But how do you gauge which ones are going to work the best for you? Some are expensive. Some deal with some of the issues, but don't get to the heart of the matter. Others treat the problem at a basic level, but don't determine ultimate success. Join us now for an hour that sets out to be truly groundbreaking and will help you discover how to find the best program for your addiction problem. Now, here is Ross Rameen.
2: Hi, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. We, uh, This is Ross Rameen, and we are coming to you from Los Angeles, California, from the Rebos Treatment Center, and I really appreciate everybody joining us today. We have another uh, episode of our Client Files um, that everybody has been sending. Uh, I, I can't thank all of you guys that have been sending me all these emails that really love hearing it. We, every week, have just had such extraordinary people on our show with at all different levels of sobriety i mean from hours at some points to from months to years and people are just identifying with it and it's really kind of neat um I, I really just i knew it would help people by bringing these you know different levels of sobriety and just people in their life i sobriety is such a boring word but i really um it's really helping people out and people are really finding out that they're not by themselves and everybody's got their own gig in this world so, uh, without further ado, I have another amazing person with us today. Her name is Emily, um, and she is um, she's been trying to get sober for ten years. She's had periods of great success and periods of not such great success. Um, and she's been through treatment four times um she loves her booze she likes her you know her drugs that uh, move a little bit faster than others um Mm -hmm. um, for those of us that are listening that get that they'll understand um so on and so forth but emily welcome to the show thank you ross it's so nice to be here you got it um i've known you for um i'm trying to think how long i've known you i've known you for at least six or six years six years Mm -hmm. probably six years yes and we used to work together and um and then I remember. Um, how long have you been sober now? I've been sober for thirty five days. Thirty
3: five days. Yes, I had three and a half years sober, um, and then I relapsed for a year. I was out out there for a year. Um, this last time around. Really. So.
2: Mm-hmm. So, you. Wow, I didn't realize that. Um, hmm. Emily, just like a lot of the other folks that come on the show, I try to keep, um, you know, just the facts to obey. I just really wanted to know, um, you know, I want this to be as organic as possible with you. I didn't know that you were running wild for for a year. Yes. What took you out? Like, So you had three years, correct? Yes. Then what took you out? Have you figured it out yet?
3: Yes, 100%. I stopped doing the deal. I mean, I just, I completely stopped. um i stopped going to meetings i stopped connecting with people in the program yeah. and i stopped um i stopped doing what worked what yeah. was working for me and then i um i that's
2: bottom line that's what happened why did you stop doing it though where did you feel where did you have a case of the like the fuck and you're like i don't want to do this anymore did you feel like oh i've really gotten my stride right now i don't need to do it like what what I mean, why'd you I stop got, doing the
3: I, deal? I got lazy, Ross. I got lazy. I started, um, things started come getting good in my life. I started getting, I mean, I got a great job. Things started getting good. Um, you know, I got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, and then um, and then I just, I, I think I let other things become, I put other things before my sobriety,
2: before my recovery. Before yourself? Before myself. Period. Yeah. Forget about the sobriety. Forget about the recovery. It's just you. Yeah. 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 No, you're one... For, I knew you, like, from, you know, many years ago, and you're one of the most dedicated boom, boom, boom people I've ever met in my oh, life. You really you. were.
3: Thank you. Are you getting back to that? 100%. And this time around, I think it's it's more clear than ever for me. Why? Uh,
4: um,
3: I had to, I had to, for a number of reasons. One is, for... The treatment that I'm getting here mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah. Huge. I'm getting, I have a, the treatment team here is amazing and the staff here is really good. And, um, you know, I'm getting a, attention. I'm just getting really good care. And I, I really love my therapists and my team. But also because I had to just hit a bottom before that, like, I'd never hit before. So,
2: what? So you have a great team, you have a great therapist, and yes. the staff is awesome because I hired them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, but what do you, I mean, I mean, anybody can bring you water to drink. I mean, it, I mean the old saying, you know, you can bring the horse to the trough to drink, but you can't force it to drink. Yeah. Why, what makes you drink the Kool-Aid every day now? Like, the good Kool-Aid now every day, so to say. Why, what, I mean, you hit a bottom. What? To me, I don't think there is a bottom. I don't. Because every time I've gotten fucked up is, I found a new low. Yeah. I find myself in the bottom of a hole with a shovel that every time i dig with it it literally gets sharper <laughs> and i'm like i'm literally going to china and uh, the um, the rope ladder that comes down the hole just gets ricketier. yeah so what makes it for you like what why what are, what, are, what are we doing what are we doing like what do you i think because i just um
3: I want more out of my life. I, want, I know I just had had enough, and I want so much more out of life now. And um, I I just got sick and tired of it. Um, I don't, um, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. I just, I got sick and tired of being so low and so down. And I know what I want. I mean, I know what I want in my life now. I mean, I want, you know, I, I have goals. I have goals. There's things but I want. But did you
2: have those goals before?
3: I did have them before,
2: yes. I did. So when you say you have goals now, what what is the difference between having goals before and having goals now? Um, thanks. there's some tissue. I know, I know this is
3: emotional yeah, for you. Yeah, it's hard because it's like, I mean, you're hitting, you're really... Um, I just want, you're
2: such an amazing person. I've known you for so long and it's like, I want, it's like, I, you well, have, I mean, you don't have talked a little bit, but it's like... I, I want to help you end this I and, know I, and I know don't. this is I a radio know. show and all that but it's like this is a hell of a point because there's so many people that have what you have you know it's like your glow, your goals that you have told me are so clear you're like I want to be married I'm going to write this down yeah. so you want to be married I want to have children I want to be a mother more than anything in this world kids. that's what I want you want to be a mom yes uh, probably have a job that, yes I want that, to have that a career. rolls with your kids and you being a mom type thing yes you know, boy picket fence? Yes. Yeah, I want all the air buddy. Yes, I want to have my house on the <laughs> hill. <nail. laughs> Gotta have that fence. Yes. Um keeps the dogs in because you got yes, a fuzzy dog. Of course. Fuzzy dog, very important. You have important. to have all that. Okay. Now have you ever not like this has kind of been your goal since I've known you. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So why do you want a man? And you're, you're you're a very lovely lady, too. with a ton of respect. I say that. Why? Thank what? You. Why? Why are you finding the dudes you want?
3: I have found the dudes I want, and but it's it's not so much that it's not that's not the problem. I think the problem is is that I um I had never really addressed some of the core issues, mm-hmm. and so now that I'm addressing these core issues, um, and I'm getting down to the real issues of my life that I had never really talked about before. I'm feeling vulnerable enough to do that, and I'm really opening up and talking about them. Scary as hell, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And so I've talked about them, and I'm releasing them, and I'm doing anything that I have to do now so that I can be free. So scary. Yeah. So, no, it's not, I mean, it's it's really not, I mean, it is scary, but it, it's freeing, and it's, um, and it's, I've I had a, you know, that spiritual experience and that spiritual awakening that's just been so, like, Ultimately, I believe that everything comes from God. I'd really truly believe that, and I believe that like we're so I'm so blessed right now. Like I have I have no car. I've I've lost everything. Yeah. I've lost everything. I have no money. No, I have nothing. Yeah. And it's so like it's just about me and God. And now, but now like I just things are starting to come back into my life slowly, yeah. and I, I I truly like Grateful for them, I'm so grateful. Like yesterday, Rebos gave me a ride down to an Uber down to a job interview in Mm -hmm. Santa Monica, and I got the job. The call today that I got the job. It's like the little things like that that, like, I'm so grateful for. What? What happens?
2: Like, I mean, what is? You got the job. All right. So now you got a job. What are you doing? Advertising. Good for you. Good for you. What? what is the what holds you what holds you back when so okay? My I guess, my I'm gonna go I'm gonna go right for it. What is really holding you back though? What do you think? You know, you're, you're how many days sober here now? 35. There's 30, 35 days, which is a lifetime. <sighs> how much were you using a day? I was using um,
4: when you were an up, eight
3: ball and um, a uh, an 8-Ball and
2: a bottle of wine, or... You needed that to make your day, like, level. Yeah. Anything over that was bring it on? No, I mean, I'd, I'd
3: drink at least a bottle of wine a day, and I or I'd go through a or I'd have a bottle of vodka every... I'd go, I'd go through that a couple days, every yeah. couple days. Yeah.
2: It's a lot. I yeah. get it. I'm the same way, man. Yeah. I'm the same way. So now... And what was what was the day? I want to go back a little bit before we get to this ad job because that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. Tell me about the day that you were that you got yourself to here. Like what? Mm. What what went down that day? Like, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, the day you came here wasn't the day you were like, I need help. So, what what led up to it was me being.
3: I mean, just being with my niece and nephew and the kids and stuff. And I just, you know, I don't want to, I never wanted them to see me high. Yeah. And just knowing that's not the woman I want to be, you know, I want to be. So they had a big influence in it. And,
2: and what happened when you, I know it's emotional. <laughs> it's got to be tough. But what so you're with your nephews and nieces and yeah. they're talking
3: to you? No, I mean, just, you know, playing with them and being with them. And I just, I told myself I would never get higher on them, you know?
2: Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Well, oh, she showed me a picture of them. <laughs> so. My family is the same way. They, my nephews and nieces are the world to me. My family finally said to me, they goes, you can't even come home. Yeah. You can't come home. You can't be around our kids. Yeah. Because you come home and you give them great. You give them about 10 minutes of goodness. And then you go upstairs and suck your thumb and fall asleep because you're so hungover. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. And then when your family tells you that and they're like, they're literally like showing you a mirror.
3: Yeah. But now you're allowed to be around them.
2: No, I am. Yeah. hundred percent. It's great. And they call me up all the time. They're giving me hell on a daily Uh. basis. It's like. Yeah. They're like punks. Um, and I say that lovingly, guys, because yeah. I know you guys listen. Um, so, so I think that was amazing. So you're with them, but did your family say anything to you, or is this no, all you?
3: This is this is really all me. I mean, they didn't really know that I was high. And you weren't here in L.A. You were at home. I was there, but then I came out to L.A. and. Um, And I was trying to get sober on my own. I was trying to go to AA meetings. I was doing, I was trying, but I just couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't, I couldn't do it on my own. And so some of my girlfriends in AA that have like 20 years sober, um, one of them is my sponsor today. She said, you know, listen, she said, you need to go to a sober living. You need to get some help. And so I said, you know, I... I were you putting up
2: roadblocks to do this idea? I just thought to myself,
3: oh, my God, not me. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to go to a sober living. Because, I mean, I was living in a I know. penthouse, and, you know, in, Bever- in over here in Wilster Corridor. And, I mean, I had the life, you know. And I thought, I'm not going to go live in a sober living. But, you know what, I gave up everything. And I, I just said, I'll do whatever it takes. I, This is my life we're talking about. And so I went and I lived, or I went to this sober... I came to Rebo, so I checked in, and I... um went to the sober living all women sober living and doing whatever it takes
2: now which is your what is the number one thing your head tells you not to do that you need to do i mean i have back talk in my head on not to do that i need to do because, I mean, no matter what it is, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like going to the gym. It's like, you know you need to lose 20 pounds, but it's like you got backtalk in your head not like, oh, know. I'm, I'm going to stick out at the gym, or I'm going to look like this, or you're trying to learn. I, That's I a should, big question,
3: Ross. <laughs> That's a real big question. It's everything. Yeah. It's
2: not to do. Like, because your head, there's always something in our head that tells us everything is not okay when it actually really is. I went to a meeting last night. Okay. And before I went to the meeting, it was an all men's meeting. Uh-huh in Venice never been to it I got invited to go you oh. have to be invited to go to this oh, wow. meeting Oh nice. very, very hoity toity yeah <laughs> and I go and every single voice in my head told me don't go don't go you're not going to fit in mm-hmm. they're not going to like you because I'm, I have self-defeating thoughts mm-hmm. and I'm almost 10 years sober and I mm-hmm. still got these freaking self-defeating thoughts mm-hmm. do you have those? yes I want to know more about them we gotta take a break in a second, okay. but I want to go into that. I want to know about it because I bet you there's somebody that's listening now that's got that same gig. Okay. You are so powerful. Ever since I know you, you just walk into no. You're I'm so serious. Powerful, no, you're but the, I'm you're serious. You walk here. into a room and you <laughs> command attention. Oh. You do. So I want to know how does somebody that commands such attention oh. like have something that that derails them? Let's figure that out. <laughs> because enough Ross, of it
3: you're, you're amazing you're freaking amazing right. Ross I love you
2: we'll be right back from the show thanks for joining us everybody
4: become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America
1: getting sober isn't just about not drinking and not doing drugs it's a way of life At Rebos, we have a team of talented professionals, each with their own clear and distinct message to walk clients from the darkest point in their lives out into the light. Rebos offers a carefully curated selection of groups and workshops in addition to a minimum of six individual sessions per week. At Rebos, we believe there are no cookie-cutter clients, and we meet every individual where they are at today. It's not a Rebos program. It's your program. Our team wants to help as many people as possible become who they want to be. And if you don't know who you want to be, we'll help you. Visit rebostreatment.com to learn more about the Rebost Treatment Center. That's rebostreatment.com. listening to The Power to Create Yourself with Ross Ramin. To find out more about Ross and the program, visit the Rebos Treatment Center website at Rebostreatment.com. Now, back to The Power to Create Yourself.
2: Hi, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. We're sitting here with Emily, uh, who is being very, very brave today. You're going through a lot of tears. I know you've been trying to beat this beast for 10 years, Em, and um, I've known you for seven years on and off and, and, and I am she's she's fidgety you're being very fidgety right now stop it <laughs> I want to know you've been very honest with me so far and you've had you. your life has been very blessed you command an, an attention when you walk into a room but yet you're like me and you keep you know you keep digging a hole for yourself and I want to know you've been down this road four times now Mm -hmm. gone through treatment four times and your goals of what you want you want the man you want the kid you want to be super mom you want a job you want the white picket fence you want the fuzzy dog you want the whole bit but my question to you is is why don't you have it yet and is there a common denominator for all these times that you've tried to get sober what's the one thing that always knocks you out Cause you're upping up years old right now, mm-hmm. and since you've been trying to get over for blah 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 how long? Because I need talking dogs. Okay, your age. it's okay. But whether whether your mom's involved in your life, whether your dog's involved in your life, whether you have this boyfriend, that boyfriend, this job, that job, they're irrelevant. There is a there's a common denominator that you do to yourself. That derails you, and what do you think that is? Self sabotage. Yes. So, we all have certain ways of. So, self sabotage is the big word. What is the what is the self sabotage that you do to yourself that makes this dream list not come true? Because this this list is totally doable. I, I mean, pro- I'm, I'm I'm proof of it. Yes, you are. But so, and I'm I'm just like you. I'm a, I'm an eighteen hundred dollar a day crackhead. That I don't drink wine, though I drink PBR, Pasto <laughs> <laughs> Um But why? What makes this not happen? Because you seem to get within a fingernail reach of the whole damn thing, and then it goes boom. I think I've I choose the wrong type of man. What about you, though? Forget oh. about the dude. Oh. <laughs> what about you? Like, what do you like? What sabotages you for not getting your goal? You know. Insecures? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'll just—I'll name some stuff. Are you insecure? I mean, everybody's a little insecure. A little bit. It's not.
3: I'm not really that insecure. It's just more or less that I. Do you get complacent? Do you
2: get lazy? Do you get bored? Do you get?
3: Okay, so I get—I do get insecure in ways. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mhm.
3: I do get insecure in ways.
2: What's the one, what, what? What pushes you over the edge? Because, I mean, my my fear fear is an insecurity to me
3: mine is like financial yeah. insecurity that type of stuff is that what it is like I want I want big I want this big huge life and I go out and I get this huge big life and then I tear it down
2: no that's my question so what leads you to tearing it down you don't know it's probably it's, it's an insecurity I don't feel up. worth worthy there you go You don't feel worthy or do you feel that, I mean, it's, or do you not, have you not grasped the concept of maintenance? That's what I'm going for. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I think I need a really good financial planner. (laughs) (laughs) What about a a really good personal planner? Personal planner? Because you're spiritually bankrupt. You keep looking at the physical object. Your life revolves around physical objects. Not anymore. Not anymore? I have nothing, Ross. Well, you just, I get that. But you just said, well, the man, it's not the right man. And my money, I don't know how to make my money work. The money's not the reason why you keep relapsing, is it? Or the way that I look at it, because if that's the case, we're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be a jerk to you. Right. But it's like, think about it this way. I created, I, I got, the day that I realized that I was a mess, I had to, I had to admit something that I, that I was, I had to admit, I didn't want to say I was broken, even though I was broken, so mm-hmm, to say, my mm-hmm. my heart was broken, my soul was broken, it was fixable, but I, I told myself I was spiritual, somebody told me, they go, you're spiritually bankrupt, what does that mean to you? It means that
3: I have, I'm not connected to
2: to God, I'm not connected to my God. Okay, perfect. But. Okay, so let's go with that. Okay. We're going to, ch- we want to change your life today. It's going to be incredible. We're going to move, <laughs> move going to mountains. Yes, we are. So you're not connected to God. The God that you know, the God that you love, the God that created you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not connect, okay, now being connected to you is one thing. Then what about going back a little bit, a little deeper in the sense of do you look Outside of your own self for your satisfaction? Or do you rely on yourself for your own satisfaction? Does that make sense? I I rely on God. Now? Now I do. But before, you're relying on everybody else. Yes. <laughs> Money.
3: Money. That man, this man, that... Yes. Now I'm relying 100% on God. We just saved your life. Woo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. You... You just gave me a list, and you said it, and you danced back to it. And I know we're on the radio and it gets nervous, but this is so big for you because since I've known you, and I've always wanted to say this to you, it's like, you're the total package. But you're relying on a dude. Mm -hmm. Emily, if you have $3 in your pocket, you should be the same as if you had $3 You have zero in your pocket. Wonderful. You should have I'm going to make you cry again Don't throw the tissue at me
3: (laughs) I'm going to throw it at you (laughs) I had like so much money I
2: had three cars I had 200,000 I had all this money all this money And now I have nothing But Are you happy or not? I'm
3: happy No You're not? I guess I I mean I'm happy Don't
2: don't tell me what I want to hear
3: Be honest I'm happy Because I know that Everything comes from God right now And I'm really And when I do start earning the money I'm going to earn it And I'm going to appreciate it you know, and I'm happier because I'm working on my insides. I'm working on myself.
2: You got to be the package for a guy. I mean, That's you got to right. be, you can't be a, I mean. No, I know. You're not I I don't have character. to be
3: the total breadwinner.
2: I don't want to be the breadwinner. You don't need to be the breadwinner. Maybe you are. Maybe that happens.
3: Maybe I will be. Maybe I will be.
2: Why not? That's you could true. totally
3: I could be the, the
2: you millionaire. You could come up with your own pet rock. My who? Your pet rock. You're the, oh. the no, my point is, is though, you keep putting, you want the moon. Yes. But you keep putting a window, you keep putting a ceiling over yourself.
3: Because I'm choosing the wrong type of man that has to be the, the, that tells me that I have to be staying at the house with slippers on and, you know. Stop fucking talking about the man. Okay. What
2: about you? <laughs> You're looking at somebody else. I need to have a man in order to have happiness? No. You need to have a kid in order to be happy? If this is your list, these are bonuses. Okay. This list: man, kid, ultimate mom, job, boy, picket fence, fuzzy dog, Mm -hmm. multiple fuzzy dogs, multiple. And we we want
3: deer. Some deer in the backyard.
2: That's bonus. That is a bonus for you. Okay. But what about you? Have you even accepted who you are yet? I watch you walk around, and I'm I'm. In, uh, you're just, you're talking, you're you're just at the surface here, my dear. You are, this doesn't exist. What about you? I'm working on my steps. I know, you're working on your steps. Well, what happens when you do those steps and you get to the level that you want to get to? Then God will
3: bring in the...
2: Why would God bring it into you if you're <laughs> looking for somewhere else for happiness? So you just had two different things. You just said you want a man to bring you your happiness, but God will bring it to me. But so God is not going to bring you happiness or going to bring you a dude that's going to make you happy if you're not running mm-hmm. at spiritual profitability. Meaning, if you're not in sync with yourself. Does that make sense? Yes. Why does it make sense?
3: Because when I walk home from here every single day, yeah, I walk home because my you know I walk.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Because I don't have a car anymore. Well, you're just on the street. Right, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there. It's right here. But I walk every day, and mm-hmm. I say to myself, "This is this is my journey. This is where I'm at right now." You mm-hmm. know, and um, and I'm actually in gratitude about it. I say, you know what? This is okay. This is exactly where God wants me to be, right here, right now. And um, I I'm in acceptance of it. I truly am in acceptance of it. Um, and. Like I said, the job is coming. The you know everything is going to come. When do you start working? Next week. Really? Yeah. But I get to work. There, my hours are pretty flexible, good. and they're going to allow me to continue coming here. Good.
2: You told them that you were here. Oh yeah. Wow, that's brave. I told
3: them that I was. In, I told them that I was in rehab. Um, ten day, twenty days ago. Good for you. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. Oh, absolutely. This is my sobriety has to come before anything else.
2: Just made me smile when you say that because what you just said to me a minute ago didn't sound like it. It sounded like the dude came first. No. It sounded like the money came first. Because
3: I wouldn't have this job if I didn't have my sobriety.
2: No, you yeah. Do you like watching water boil? Yeah. Yeah. takes <laughs> <Thanks> forever, don't <laughs> it?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's what, that's what I see when I see you doing what you're doing. And I did it too. And it takes one to know one. Yeah. you got the whole thing going on here. And I just, I want you to put a ceiling on yourself again.
3: You want me to put a ceiling? I don't want you to put oh. a
2: ceiling. You're, you're the type of person that literally the sky's the limit. And you will put a ceiling over yourself. Constantly. Just, this is enough. I'm fine. And it's like literally stunting your growth. It's like you wearing shoes that are two sizes too small for you just because you want to fit in those shoes. And it's like, mm. that's going to be painful so. and it's going to be totally, you're not going to be able to walk normally. You're not going to be able to run normally. Mm. You love to work out. You're not going to be able to work out normally because you're going to be too concentrated. on oh, my freaking mm. feet. Then what do you got to do? Then you got to drink in order to make your feet feel better. You got to take meds in order to make your feet feel better as opposed to accepting who the hell you are. Except who your head is, who your mind is, who everything is, who everything is your soul is.
3: Yes. I get it. So you healed? Thank you. I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to go out to the big open skies. <laughs>
2: what, so what's what's your day like now? What do you do for your for your your program? How so you every doing?
3: morning I wake up at 6. Yeah. As soon as it gets light on, I go for a 30-minute run. Yeah. Um, and do about 100 lunges. Yeah. <laughs> no, not every day, but I do about fifty lunches, and then, um, then I come here. I, well, first, the first thing I do, the first thing I do when I wake up before it even gets light out is I do my meditation.
0: Yeah.
3: I what read, does that mean? I read page eighty six and eighty eight in the Big Book. Yeah. Um, on Awakening, I read that, and then I read page four seventeen in the Big Book, and then I mean that's the first thing I do when I open my eyes, and so I'm in a habit of that every single morning. It's a, it's right next to my bed. Yeah. And then I go for my run. Soon yeah. get it gets light out. And then I um, call a couple people in Texas because it's still, you know. Two hours ahead. Yeah. And then um, and then um, go for a run, walk my dog, um, come to treatment, pack my lunch, come to treatment, pack you know. Pack my lunch. Pack come my lunch, school. come to go to school. Go to school. <laughs> <laughs> go to school. And then, um, and then um, go home. And actually, this morning I actually did a workout with some of the girls. At the Silver Living, I'd work them out a little bit. Did yeah. some insanity workout with them, you. and then you know, I mean, so that's pretty much it. And then I'll I'll go to a meeting tonight.
2: Yeah,
3: I have four commitments in Beverly Hills for you at meetings in Beverly Hills. Different meetings. Different meetings. Um, I work with my sponsor. Are you doing ninety and ninety. Yes, I'm doing ninety and ninety. Good for you. I work with my sponsor. We read the Big Book. We're reading the Big Book. Um, we just started actually last night reading the Big Book um, on the phone. So I have to read the first, like, 86 pages with her before I can start my fourth step.
2: You nervous? No. For the fourth, you're not?
3: Heck no. I'm ready to do this. Really? I want to do it. Yeah, buddy. That's freedom. <laughs> yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. It's freedom. Because I, I want what you were just talking about. I want what you have, Ross. I want I'm, what you I'm have. Going through,
2: I'm going through my steps again, too, right now. And it's very scary for me.
3: I want what you have, Ross, because I remember when I saw I remember when I first came here to Rebo's, I have to say this because I saw that flyer sitting downstairs at this talk show and I thought, oh, Ross is a counselor here. And then somebody goes, No, Ross owns the place. I was like, Oh my god, I'm so proud of him. Like, you know, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. We used you to know? work
2: side by side, making $12 an hour together. <laughs> I was like I don't know what happened but something happened
3: something phenomenal happened and I was like oh my gosh and I see it like all these it just was just amazing so you're doing a great job here Ross I
2: appreciate it we're going to take another quick break but then I want to get in our last segment I want to really talk about what you do and what I do not to become who we used to be okay All right. sounds good Everybody, um, you're listening to the Power to Create Yourself. I'm Ross. We're talking to Emily today. She is being very brave and extremely patient with me. I can tell sometimes she wants to throw something at me because I'm, I'm driving her crazy by all my crazy questions. But I just know, Emily, that you um, you got a lot to give this world, and I just want you to be... I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I've known you for long enough. You should have whatever you want, and I don't want you to put a freaking ceiling on yourself. So anyways, we'll be right back, guys. Thanks for joining us.
4: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: Getting sober isn't just about not drinking and not doing drugs. It's a way of life. At Rebos, we have a team of talented professionals, each with their own clear and distinct message to walk clients from the darkest point in their lives out into the light. Rebos offers a carefully curated selection of groups and workshops in addition to a minimum of six individual sessions per week. At Rebos, we believe there are no cookie-cutter clients, and we meet every individual where they are at today. It's not a Rebos program. It's your program. Our team wants to help as many people as possible become who they want to be. And if you don't know who you want to be, we'll help you. Visit Rebostreatment.com to learn more about the Rebost Treatment Center. That's R E B O S Treatment.com. Listening to the power to create yourself with Ross Ramin. To find out more about Ross and the program, visit the Rebos Treatment Center website at rebostreatment.com. Now, back to the power to create yourself.
2: How are you doing? Welcome back to the show. It's a pleasure to have you all. We are here in Los Angeles, California, at the Rebo's Treatment Center, and we are talking with Emily, who is um, on day thirty-five of treatment. Uh, she's got very fidgety hands; she's messing with every single thing on my on my desk and driving my engineer crazy because she's making so much noise. But we're going to be fine. And she is um, she's doing the deal; she's going through it. You've been trying to get sober for what? Ten years now? Yes, ten years. And um, and she, your potential is through the roof. And it's become very clear to me that you constantly put a ceiling on yourself, always relying on somebody else to bring you your happiness. And you've never, ever, ever brought yourself your own happiness, no matter what happens in your world. Your mom doesn't control you anymore. Boys don't control you. Drugs don't control you. You're 35 days into finding what makes you personally beat it may be that hopefully that'll make somebody else you know oh, be able to go yes. with you at some point yes but and I'm watching you go through this whole thing as you explain it to me it's like that's my one advice to you is it stop looking at everything else how can I look a certain way in order to have this how can I date a certain person in order to have that the needs things you think you need Dr. Seuss made it up oh. a the need I think I need this in order to have this oh. but it's true People in this town is really great at mm-hmm. it. You have to have this car in order to be recognized. You have to have this thing in order to have this thing. Perfect. I purposely drive a Toyota just for that thing because it drives me nuts. Perfect example. Perfect it's example. It's everybody's got to live in this house in order to have a status. You lived in a penthouse apartment on the Wilshire Corridor and it gave you more status than it was actually worth. At the end of the day, what do you got to show for it? Nothing. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. Sucks. It's a thin need. <sighs> Yes, and when you don't I have understand. it, what happened? Your head went way down. You got super sad and went down. You have to. When you leave here, you that's this is this goal. All this stuff she wrote down. This incredible list. I want the man. I want the kid. I want to be the ultimate mom. Of the job. Your goal should be: no matter what happens to you, no matter what happens to you in your life, you're going to have to be able to strut out of that situation with passion. Okay. No matter what. Okay. Because I'm telling you right now, you are going to get sideswiped again, no matter what. It's called life. On the way to work, you're somebody's going to pull next to you and they're going to give you the finger. And it's going to set your whole day off. Some little old lady that can't look over the steering wheel is going to totally T-bone your car. It's going to happen to everybody. It's called shit. Shit happens. Yes. And we have to be able to do it. Knock on wood. I could lose everything tomorrow, but i got I got to be able to have okay in here. hmm so I want to know and I want to just have an open conversation between the two of us. I'll tell you what I think for myself and maybe help me. What are you doing now every day so you don't become the old you? Have okay, you-
3: I have a per- perfect example. It just happened it? to me right before we came in here. So the new job I just got? Yeah. They're going to give I've asked for a company car. Yeah? And they said I said, you know, I need a company car for transportation so that I can get around about to where I need to go. And they said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're either going to lease your car or we're going to rent your car at first. And I said, okay, well, he said, we're going to rent your car. And I said, he said, we can rent your car for like 500 a week or, or a month or whatever it is. I don't know. And I said, my first reaction was, but I want a Mercedes. Yeah. And so I know I'm not going to get a Mercedes. It's going to have to be a whatever, a rental car. Uh-huh. So I'm going to have to be in acceptance of that. So that's exact, perfect answer, I think, for what you're asking me right now. What am I doing to be not the old Emily? Yeah, that's not the old Emily. The old Emily is going to be so grateful for, for whatever <laughs> car they give me. Yeah, to to drive around in, you know, until I can earn the Mercedes that I'm going to get.
1: You are
2: so stuck on physical <laughs> objects. You're so stuck on I'm that. Not stuck on it. Yes, you are. You just admitted to I'm it. Rod. It's. Why? Okay, I'm not stuck on it. I'll drive the No, it's okay to be Prius. stuck on it. Just know that it just holds you up. Okay, it does. Why? Why, why are you so insecure to, to have that? I don't like those cars. Uh, so what? It's not yours. It's a rental. Okay, fine.
3: It's like you're acting you like asked, everything's perfect. You asked me what the thing is. No, I'm going to do differently. This is what I'm doing differently. No, I'm going
2: to say grateful. That, but I'm asking you now. It's like that's the common denominator. Okay. You have to have this in order to have this. Here, and
3: here's why. Because growing up, I was never given that kind of stuff. I was never I was never told that I could, I was worthy of that kind of stuff. I was never told I was worthy to have that. I was never told I was worthy to have any of that. And so I feel like it makes me feel like I'm worthy if I'm driving this or I'm worthy if I'm driving that. Perfect.
2: Perfect. I get it. So. I have to earn Yes. So my question to you is, is yes, you have to earn it. But let's forget about it. Why do you need that? What does that give you that you don't have for, I mean, Literally, it's a safety, f- <sighs> sweet Jesus. <laughs> sweet Jesus, I mean, literally, <laughs> like, wow, I'm sorry, that you come on, I gotta say it, that's the shallowest thing. In no, the world. okay, no, no, but it's like, sweetheart, why are you so fixated on everything but like what you're able to give yourself and like. Do you realize that you're enough? Yes. No, you don't. You wouldn't have said that. Why not? And maybe you don't know why not. That's fine.
3: I guess I don't.
2: But you got to go into it because I'm telling you. There's more work to do. You, There's if more work you to do. do not figure it out, Emily, I shit you not, you're screwed. Okay. You have to figure that out. You're always looking for this whole other thing. If I can do this, I'll have this. You've got to be okay with just you it's called a spiritual awakening. Do you even know what that is? Yes, I
4: thought I had
2: one. What new? What's a spiritual awakening, do you think? Having a connection with God. Okay, that is. That That's part of it. But you have to look at this. A connection to God. You've had a connection to God since the day you were born. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not a spiritual awakening. A spiritual awakening is every single day You are being a productive person. You got to look spiritual wake. There's a spiritual um, experience. There's a spiritual awakening. And Bill W. I just learned this the other day. A spiritual awakening is something that takes time. It's like a dimmer switch on a wall. You know, they kind of they those little circular dimmer switches. Mm -hmm. It's it's awakening. It's like you're waking up slowly, and it's a dimmer switch. So it it opens and it gets brighter every day. Oh. So. It's not from zero to a hundred, like it's, it's slowly. Now the catch to the spiritual awakening is it has a spring loaded switch on it. So if you don't keep feeding it, it goes back down to dark. Oh. So you, my dear, went down to dark before because you stopped doing this stuff. So congratulations. You have a relationship with God. Thank you. Now, what are you doing in order to run with the gift that God has given you? That is my question to you. And that's where you're dropping the ball right now because you are thinking, I have to have this card to look this beautiful, to feel this status, when you're not looking at what God gave you. God gave you a beautiful face and a beautiful body and a beautiful attitude. He gave you the whole package. But I watch you going around looking for the dude to give you that, to give you the kid, the mom, the whole thing. That's my thing to you. It's like. A spiritual awakening is when you get in, in, per, in your own personal rhythm.
3: So I'll take the car yeah. that they give me. Yeah. And if if I even take a car that they, maybe I'll just buy, wait till I get my own car, till I earn the money to get my own car.
2: Just whatever gets you to get your job done. That's what you should have. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So what about everything else? Do you do this? Do you do what you just did with the car? Do you do with other things? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I buddy. Have, I don't have anything yeah.
3: coming my way yet. What? I don't have anything else coming my way right. There's, I don't know. You've I got everything coming your way. No, but I, I don't thing. have anything else to have to deal with right now. That's the only thing that's come my way yet is the car situation.
2: But the apartment.
3: I haven't. That's a, we're not apartment. there yet.
2: I know, but that's a sickler for you.
3: I'm not going to move in, out into in, an apartment yet.
2: I'm not living with. Me. What? I know you need <laughs> the dude. To have your happiness so you can ride his coattails. I'm
3: going to my husband.
2: Yeah. I'm so you can husband. ride his coattails? No. I'm going
3: to be a partner with
2: him. A part- because I'm going to a partner with him. So what does that mean?
3: That what do you bring to the relationship? I'm going to be earning a paycheck, a nice paycheck, and I'm going to be bringing in, I'm going to be bringing money to the table. Okay. Let's forget about the money. What are you going to bring to the relationship? I'm going to cook and clean and help him and help him work out and take care of
2: him and feed him and everything. Okay, great. A lot of physical things. Let's talk about you. Love him. Why? Because in you. You have not once you've talked about in this forty-five minutes, hour long session, and I say this out of love and respect for you, because you gotta get this. Okay. You gotta get this. Tell me. You've gotta get your personal rhythm going here. You've gotta accept who you are right now and I just see you running into another person constantly. I'm
3: another person right now.
2: Yeah. You're running to be somebody else other than what you are. Why don't you accept who you are? Who am I? I don't know. That's for you to tell me. Okay. But you have named every other thing under the sun that makes you happy except for yourself. I love myself. Do you? I love myself. Describe who me who you are.
3: I wake up in the mornings and I... Uh, who am I? I'm a loving, caring, giving...
2: Really giving. Who are you underneath the skin? Like, What makes your world tick? Um... Don't tell me you're Playing dress up. What? Say that again. I love to play dress up. Hallelujah. You just knit the nail on
3: the head. I love playing dress up.
2: You're an actor. I
3: love playing dress up. What does that mean? It just means like. Because the way that it sounded
2: to me is you like to
3: be somebody that you're not. No, 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 no. Like, I loved playing dress up as a child. Like, I like to get dressed up and I like to. That was one of the things we had in our class of what we like to do as a kid. You know, like a, just, you know.
2: But what about now? Now,
3: what do I like to do? Do you like
2: to do dress up now? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Because I think that you should always look nice because you never know when you're going to have a date with Destiny. You should always walk out the door looking good. Okay, so
2: there's two different things here. Playing dress up is a childhood game that is like you're acting to be somebody else. Oh, okay. Dressing as an adult is another thing. True. So you just told yourself, you're, you're dry, you like to dress up, you like to play dress up, right? Are we still on? Yeah. Okay. Nobody's getting anything on this. Yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm working you. I'm sorry, but I got to. Okay, I'm trying to think. Um, who am I? Who are you, Em? Um, a girl uh, that works out a lot that has big dreams, but who are you before it gets to there? It's like. I'm a sister.
3: Hmm. I'm a lover.
2: Hmm.
3: I'm a future mother. I'm a future. No, who are you now? Oh, who am I now? Your
2: sister. Let's talk. I'm that. a sister. You got four minutes to tell me why you're a sister. What makes a good sister?
3: Um, she's kind. She takes care of her sister. Hmm. I mean, I don't take care of her, but you know, I'm there for her. Hmm. I listen.
2: Yeah. You listen to your sister? That I makes you a good sister? I listen to her when she. She older or younger than she's you? She's
3: younger. How much younger? Two and a half years. Mm. Listen, caring, call her.
2: Send her. Do I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, you listen to her. I get it. Yeah, I listen. I'm there for her. How's the relationship going now? Great. Better? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. But she's pretty worried about you.
3: She was a little worried. I mean I didn't yeah, they were yes, they were she was worried.
2: My Listen, I'm I'm done drilling you for the day. Thank you. Thank you, God. I thought I was doing really good. You are doing really good, but I'm gonna tell you if you can do better. Okay. Just like anybody should tell you. Yeah. And if you're stick if you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot, that's what I'm trying to do is keep you from getting coming back here. Oh, yeah, or any other place. Yeah. Just care about your well being. I just want you to be the best. That's Thank all. Thank you, Rod. And I'm a little harsh at times. And you know what? Sometimes that's okay. We need that, though. I know. Hey, you're a trainer. You yell at people all the time. Thank you. We'll get them. Thanks for joining us today, guys. I really appreciate you. Yeah, we're here every Tuesday morning. Um, And if you want more information about our program, go to rebos, R E B O S treatment.com. And uh, we'd be happy to help you and answer any questions. Have a good one.
1: Thank you for joining us this week on The Power to Create Yourself. We hope to have you tune in again next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition with Ross Rameen on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an enlightening week.